0: Hey, everyone, it's Juliet Hahn with Love What You Do series with Next Stop Crazy Town. I can't wait to introduce my next guest. Catherine Camsey is a Brit that's in Nashville, and she had a really tragic thing happen to her in her life that she turned into an amazing, amazing adventure. So I can't wait to introduce Catherine. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Thanks for having me. I can't wait for you to share your story because it's one that gives me absolute chills. So first, I want to ask you to read your quote. Do you have that?
1: Sure, I would constantly read quotes and affirmations And I wasn't sure where to go with it And the one that just kept coming back to me was In a world where you can be anything, be kind It just really resonates with me Because, you know, as I say, above all else, love And if you can be anything, that's a lovely legacy to leave And it was actually said, it was the last Instagram post Of a girl that I briefly worked with A girl called um, Caroline Flack in the UK And she had a lot of bad press And she unfortunately committed suicide And it just broke my heart Because, and I, I, you know, I don't want to claim that we were friends Or we'd briefly worked together and I knew, you know, I knew her in passing, but it really affected me because she was from my industry and I saw what the press did to her and she made some mistakes, but we've all made mistakes. Just not all of us do it in the public eye. So yeah, that was the very last thing that she posted. And it was obviously a cry for help. It's
0: beautiful. Say it again. Do you mind saying it again? Yeah, sure. In a world where you can be anything, be kind. I love that. So my quote is something that because of your story that I just really resonated with me Sometimes the bad things that happen in our lives put us directly on the path to the best things that will ever happen to us. Oh, that's lovely. And I think what you're creating is just really, really special. And I can't wait to everyone to hear this.
1: Mom, excuse me, Mom. Mom, excuse Mom. me. Oh Mom, excuse me,
0: Mom. Welcome Mom. to Next Stop Crazy Town. This is Juliette Hahn, and I am the host of this weekly pod. I'm going to be sharing with you guys a little glimpse of my crazy world, I'm a mom of three, and I have two crazy boxer dogs. I will have guests some weeks, and some weeks it will just be me, but I will always be talking about uncomfortable things that have happened to me before motherhood or during motherhood. I just want you to know that you are not alone in this crazy world. Things happen that people don't like to talk about, but guess what? I do. I cannot wait for you guys to join me every week just to get a little laugh. So Catherine, can you just give us a little bit of your background and then how you came about with your whole concept? Give us a little bit of a background.
1: It's a lot. So I'm going to try and condense it in a way. And I hope that, you know, when I tell the story, I sometimes pause because it is quite shocking. But, you know, I'm on through the other side of it and we'll get through that together and then we'll come to the other side because I don't want to sort of trigger anybody or put anybody in in a sad state of mind. I hope I inspire people that to know that whatever happens, we can grow and develop from that. So, yeah, I was. Really happy family, perfect life, was a TV host for years, da, 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 met a rock star boyfriend, was getting married, everything's like, I was like, well my life's great. Never had anything major happen to me, bad, you know, it was pretty lucky. And then one day I get a phone call from my sister just to say that her words were, because they're emblazoned on my brain forever, is Alice has been murdered, which was my niece. And I was literally just about to walk on air. I had, like, I was actually walking to the studio and I had, like, the producer talking to to me and I and I was like I was just was speechless so obviously I just went into the direction and I said I gotta go and my friend had to like take over for me I wasn't getting into the explanation of it it was the night after the riots in London so London was weird anyway you know it's all about energy right and she wasn't in the riots but I believe that the energy of that whole night that everything was happening was was dark anyway so I just went to my sister's house you know from a big family we all just like slept on her floor and we all stayed together we all sort of like because supported her obviously and the thing is when something like that happens it happens to everybody your whole support network's gone my dad sat there with a book pretending to read it and it was upside down for two days I really remember that and my mum was just making tea (laughs) and we all sort of like went into these like roles and you have all these other things to deal with when somebody's murdered it's different from anything else not to say it's worse because whatever anybody's sad is it's sad I'm a big believer in that but it's different because you're not just dealing with the loss of somebody, you're dealing now with a murder case and people using her name with the word, next to the word evidence. You're dealing with the police, you suddenly become victims, you know, you get a victim support crew and there's all this other stuff that you have to deal with. So that happened and I'd always been a very, very spiritual person, a very sort of, you know, into crystals and oils and meditation and all of that good stuff anyway. But I really had to find that I had to go and dig deep and draw on all of that stuff because it took me to such a bad place. I was so sad and my husband was in Hawaii because we were due to get married 10 days later.
0: As you said, you were literally on cloud nine and just to be, have your legs chopped out from underneath you.
1: Exactly, and and my whole family were going, obviously. And I just remember my sister saying sort of about a day after, she was like, I don't know if I'm going to be able to go. And I was like, gosh, have you thought for 24 hours, you're still going to go, like, I felt so bad. Right. She was so amazing. my sister is amazing. Like she was so strong. You know, it was sad for us, but it was her daughter. It was you know, it was so difficult to like watch her go through all that. Obviously, you know, we went through that process, and then over a period of time, it was such a dark feeling for me. These are my cards. This is what I've been dealt. Fair, not fair. Whatever it is, this is what I've got to deal with. And I'm a sort of practical person, and I'm always the happy one in my family. So I wanted to be like suddenly that role. I wasn't allowed to have that role anymore because how could I be? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I cannot carry this sadness away and the thing that the changing point was for me was when my auntie i went for a walk with my auntie and she said you know the trouble is and i said what she goes god just missed her and he just called her home and that Mm -hmm. i just my perspective of it changed because i was like oh yeah well she was yeah of course he misses her and she was so quite special so anyway going on from that that took me on this journey i really delved deep into the crystals the oils the meditation the yoga i really just went up really healthy eating completely stopped drinking really concentrated on building up myself learned about the flower of life and the power of it and all of that good stuff and it did make a dramatic difference you know it started to come out of that sadness I started up a nonprofit for her we built a tree house in her name which was lovely I was able to do that with my sister and so forever Alice is alive in a park so I love that because we were like maybe someone's gonna meet their husband there or you know we but I love that
0: you guys did that I love that you but and what your auntie said is can you repeat that again because that is so beautiful and how old was Alice if you don't mind me asking
1: she was 20 it was her and her friend that it happened to and i just to be honest i just she was in the wrong place at the wrong time i think that would have always happened to that boy and i just sort of see it like she was going to hold his soul through to the next side that's how it sort of felt to us because she sort of really wasn't meant to be there and it was just like the, you know no one's meant to be there when stuff like that happens right i spent a lot of time feeling guilty because i rang every single person i knew that night and was like where are you because all the riots were happening get home and you know because all the phone networks were going down and Everyone was in a panic. I stayed at my friend's house that night and ended up sleeping in the same bedroom as her and her husband because I was so nervous.
0: Now, so Alice's, her friend got murdered as well?
1: Yes, at the same time, yeah.
0: By the same person? Yeah.
1: Correct, yeah. It was, and we didn't know the friend. They were just new. She'd just started at a hotel, so it was all quite new. We didn't know the person that did it. We didn't know the friend that she was with. And another difficult thing was it became a huge press story. And, you know, Mm. so then not only am I dealing with the grief and doing things like cancelling a bank account, and I personally didn't deal with the police. My brother, my older brother, and my sister were amazing because I wasn't very good at dealing with that. I found that very difficult. I I sort of did the more practical things. But, yeah, it became this big sensational story, and they made horrible, you know, crime, news, you know, all stupid things out of it and it was right. it's just seemed so disrespectful to her you know so I spent a lot of time emailing the producers saying how would you feel if this was someone you loved? now you're making money from a story that you don't know you know and then they're like oh we'll make a donation to your charity if you tell us a story and I was like <laughs> It was just abhorrence. All of that was just, so all of that going on and fast forwarding to two years later, then my best friend died of cancer, my sort of confidant, like my soul sister. So suddenly then my, you know, I was getting through all of this stuff. And then the one person I told all my sad stuff to suddenly left and so anyway, not to be a complete sad sack about it, but
0: when we connected, I remember you saying to me, you listened to my story of yes. my, one of my closest friends that yeah, died, Su- uh, Susie. Yeah, totally. Susie, yeah. And I can't imagine you going through what you went through and then having the person that like was your person that you did, t- like your legs get cut out from under you again.
1: Yeah, it did. But because I'd been through what I'd been through and it would sort of take me to the lowest level of, of like my sadness of what I thought I could cope with. When she died, it was so sad, but I sort of had these things in place to support me so I already had that little bit of a cushion of like you know and my belief is you know I'm not a religious person but I'm a very deeply spiritual person you know I absolutely believe you go to heaven and I absolutely believe that everything happens for a reason and both of those people were huge in my life and like you know angels and were such good people you know and I learned so much from them even as young as Alice was she was you know she was a much better person than I was when I was her age you know she wasn't trying to be cool. I was always trying to be cool. In the girls gang and trying to like fit in and she just didn't care about that she just wanted to be she just was a, an amazing person so you, you can look at it two ways you can either be like why me why did I happen to me and it's not fair and it isn't but you got those people in your life some people don't get to meet people in their life like that so I sort of think well at least I got them for a little bit and now I feel like it's turned into my passion my project, my purpose because I'd experienced that first situation and then built up all of this knowledge and studied and studied and studied, and studied so that when Polly went back home as I always like to say that I could deal with it much better and so then I started you know when I had my daughter it's taken me some tragedies and heartache and then I went on this journey of searching it's an ever evolving situation I thought wouldn't it be wonderful if we give children all of these tools now everything that they need so when life inevitably happens which it will there'll be heartbreaks there'll be mean girls or there'll be something right. will happen you don't get to do life perfect but I thought wouldn't it be lovely to give them a toolbox full of these skills so that's what I'm doing I've really delved deep and studied every modality. And I'm not sat here as some sort of superhero that knows everything. I'm not professing that because every modality is its own career in itself. You know, I respect that, you know, with crystals, with meditation, with yoga. But what I do for children is, first of all, I consulted with a lot of people. I did a lot of my own study. I also had contributions from people like Radhi Shetty, which is Jay Shetty's wife. She contributed towards the book. Prince Ear, he contributed towards the book. John Edward, he contributed just because they wanted the whole energy of trying to help kids be happy basically and so i just give children just enough information to get them on the journey to learn more and i do it with fairies just because i love fairies
0: (laughs) stay tuned for a quick message from my sponsor Hi, my name is Shari Hodas and I'm the president of Aura Limited, a proud all-women-owned brand marketing and global sourcing agency. Simply put, we provide fashion-forward swag for any and all of your branding needs. Please visit us at www.auralimitedspelledout.com. I love that. Yeah, so tell us what's the name of the whole thing and I just love, it's a beautiful thing that came out of a tragedy and I just love that. So give us the title and and all that kind of stuff.
1: The company's called Fairy Club because I have fairies, I think that's probably about 54 fairies now and each fairy has a very important job. So, you know, we've got Medina, the meditating fairy, we've got Flo, the flower of life fairy, we've got all these different fairies that do all these different jobs, you know, the gratitude fairy and the vision board fairy and what they do is they come in and they help children with that particular modality so like you know the yoga fairy will give you good stretches that you can do Heath the health fairy he interviews Radhi on his podcast Oh, I love that. She's such a talk about beautiful souls. She was such a nice person when I reached out to her. You know, I really wanted to connect with her because she was one of the first people I reached out to. And I said, I told her my my whole spiel, and I was like this, and she went, Yeah, yeah, I want to be like just. Oh, I love that. Like no ego, no. What can she get out? I mean, just just love, which was so nice of her. And so all these fairies help kids with their journey, and they give children like journaling. There's a in the back, and it's not really a book more than a guide. So it's something that you wouldn't read from back to front but you would go and have a look and be like oh I feel really sad today what can I do oh I need some energy how can I make that happen or oh what crystal is going to be for this or how do I cleanse my crystals or oh how do I what is a balanced chakra (laughs) it's really complicated and really in-depth studied research knowledge but put in a really simple way that kids will understand it and giving them a little nugget of all the information that it's taken me years and years and years to build up to because I did all of this stuff before Alice I just didn't implement it as seriously as I did when I needed it. But, you know, I'd built it up with the crystals. You know, right. I collected crystals from like when I was 16. I started to get into essential oils about sort of like 15 years ago, but, you know, wasn't hardcore into it. So that's really my purpose and passion really is to give children this information. I have tons of other books in the series. I've got Rosie the Rose Quartz Fairy. I've got all the astrology fairies. I've got all these other things, but I really wanted to introduce myself and become the voice of this guide, which is called my Mindful of Happiness Guide because it is like a toolbox that I go, there you go. And uh, that's good. You start with that and then you can connect with me if you want to know more. I
0: just love what you're doing and I love what you're doing for children because it's so important because you're right, they don't have the tools and then you come into life and then you realize something big happened and you don't know how to handle it and you either turn into like substance or food or just your bad spot. So I love that you're teaching that. So tell us where they can find you on your socials, website, all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh yeah, my website is fairyclub.com love because i'm all a big i'm big on energy i'm actually went and studied quantum touch to heal people through energy and it's not something i charge for i work as it's just something that i wanted to learn and study it so that i could teach it and also i use it on my daughter all the time and maybe a couple of my fish (laughs) <laughs> but it works. It's so amazing how it works. I mean, it's just... Well, I oh, totally yeah.
0: believe in that stuff. I mean, oh, I really that, do. That.
1: When this happened to me, you know, your body goes into like disease, like, you know, you feel like so uncomfortable and often you'll get sickness from that. My thyroid went completely wrong. I ended up in hospital just from stress and worry. And like, you know, your thyroid is your throat, which is your voice. And, you know, I lost my voice for a minute because I was just sad. You know, it was too raw for me to be sad in front of people. So I became quiet. I didn't want to upset other people when it first happens everything Everyone's like, oh, I'm so sorry. That's so sad. And oh, I bet you're so mad. I bet you hate that person. I bet you do. And I don't feel like that, which is weird. You know, he, the person that did it, I just don't put any energy towards that because that right. just bounces back on me, right? And I know some people feel that's weird, but that's how I deal with it. I want all my energy to be about love and Alice and leaving a little ripple for her because then it gives reason and purpose for why she had to do what she did, which gives me comfort. So it's probably quite selfish in a way. Well, um,
0: I think it's a healthy way because anger yeah. and hate, are terrible feelings and nothing good comes out of anger and hate. No,
1: nothing. So that's why I did fairyclub.love. So all my social media is like my handle on Instagram is Fairy Club Love. In Clubhouse, same thing, Fairy Club Love. And if you go to my website, there's a little video of me talking about the book and explaining all about it. And then I give away free books, like some free downloads with it. And I'm happy to connect with anybody. And uh, and that's something that I love to do as well. I've given a lot of books away because when I first made it and I sort of spoke to my husband, it was, you know, and you, you spend all this money and you're like, oh, I've got to, you know, <laughs> I've got to right. at least make it sort of worthwhile. He, he was like, look, this is is like your love letter. So you need to hand that out to as many people as possible. So I'm going to be start doing like a book for a book. Every book that's sold, I give a book away. And then if I hear of anything and if anyone hears this and wants anything, I'm happy to send a box of books. I just sent some to a children's hospital or anything like that, just because I want the kids that need it to get it.
0: I'm going to, because my brother is in Philly. I think I told you he's got younger kids and my mom is a kindergarten teacher. So my mom still has a connection. So I definitely want to have them listen to this. And I think that they have contacts for you to send them stuff because I think it's a really beautiful thing that you're doing. And Alice would be proud of you. I'm sure she's looking Uh-oh. down just being like, Oh, yeah, Andy. Oh, yeah. you know? Yeah. Because you I'm turned sure. a tragedy into a really special thing that you're doing for other people. And that's why I love this series. That's why I love connecting with women that find a purpose and do something bigger. And I love that your husband was like, this is your love letter. That's beautiful. That really is beautiful. Yeah,
1: yeah he's very, very supportive of the whole thing, like financially, emotionally, everything. <laughs> and that made the whole process so much easier i suppose i'm very lucky to have that and i really believe with all my heart even if someone gets my book or finds this information somewhere else you know i don't want to say oh i'm the only person in the whole world that does this you know all i care about is that children are doing this and more and more now in schools this should be part i believe of the curriculum where people are meditation instead of detention and explaining about food my daughter was like she wants candy and i and in the end i said look i'm gonna get this i put water on it and i said you see all those colors that's paint (laughs) Right (laughs) Essentially And just showing kids You know things like that And energy I'm sure you've heard of the rice test And the plant test Where you send good energy And bad energy And you show the effects of it So having ways of showing children How this really does affect them Which is why I'm also developing A kids TV show Which I'm really excited about Because it's beginning to get Sort of traction now So I can't wait to have Some little talking fairies And have just something really positive For kids to connect with You know and have these fairies come in And go on these little journeys and connect with kids and show them all these different modalities in a way that they understand.
0: And I love it. And I'm so glad that we connected because it's such yeah. a beautiful thing, again, what you're doing. And for children, that's where it should start. And that's where it's never done, right? It's always like, oh, now we yeah. need to teach you this. And it's kind yeah. of an afterthought.
1: Yeah, A reaction rather than something that you can just sort of delve into. And now, you know, even my daughter now, because it's this language is part of her every day. Like, oh, the flower of life, or what crystal shall I get today? Or, oh, mummy, let's put orange oil on; it's happy. Or let's play some music. And last night I was talking to her, and she gets, you know, she's like me, so she's like, I don't, I don't want to call myself a firecracker, but she's a firecracker. It's like raising myself, which is challenging at times. But she says, mummy, when I get really cross, what I do is I breathe, and she did this whole breathing exercise. And I was like, well. up because I was thinking she's telling me how to like deal with the situation right yes I just think it's lovely that if all of us can affect our kids and you know have them be in a situation where they're already they're always she's already good you know she's already got all these tools at hand
0: and she's doing breathing exercises which is amazing <laughs> because we all need yeah. to remember that and think my favorite thing to say to my kids is pause your body now I mean I have teenagers so they're like oh so annoying yeah. mom pause your body but I'm like seriously you're getting yourself worked up just pause your body and then someone else said you should ask pause your mind Pause your body pause your mind and it's true like just take a breath and just sit in it and then think but don't react to a big emotion exactly that's
1: so important i do that with her in the morning she's not a morning person so we just my daughter i just put on some music like from anything that she loves and we just shake it out of her she loves Katy perry's firework and i'm like right we cannot do anything until you smile we just can't it's not even and you know and i'll be like crossing my eyes and she's like so mad she's like My ad, that was me giving a hard stare, by the way. <laughs> it takes, what, two minutes before she's dying laughing? And instead of me getting cross because she's not getting ready to school, I spend that time to do that with her because it, then that alters the whole day. And, and you know what?
0: Uh, I'm going to take that because my daughter is not a morning person. Actually, I'm the only person that wakes up like this. I wake up yeah. like this. No one else does. And yeah. now that I have teenagers, it also annoys them that I'm always right. happy. They're yeah, like, uh. yeah. So I'm going to do that with my daughter. And I'm going to let you know how it goes because I definitely... Yeah, yeah. I open her door, I open her blind and I'm like, it's time to get up and it yeah. takes us a half an hour to like get the thing going so I'm just gonna be like, okay you know we're gonna laugh we're gonna do this. yeah
1: just laugh do you know about 432 hertz music that's really powerful that's, No, I have you, to look it up That's a whole rabbit hole once you start going down there it's the vibration of music and how it actually affects your body it's the, it's the way that we should listen to music okay. there's been huge studies on how they use the vibration of music to incite fear so you can just like go on youtube and find it but when you go and find it it's amazing so if you play that music to her that gets the energy flowing and then you know you'll open the curtains and then just have a drink a glass of water that's the best thing that you can do
0: i mean i tell adults to do that drink a glass of water yes because that really it wakes you up
1: better than caffeine for sure instantly clean your teeth and another good tip and this is actually a radi shetty Shetty, um tip is like scrape your tongue with a tongue scraper because it detoxifies your body from the night before. So they're just some little tiny things that you can do that like will kickstart your morning and uh, orange essential oil. Orange oil is the best happy oil to diffuse and that will, they use it in hospitals to elevate the mood. I'm going to be quiet because I'll I'll talk for ages on it, but
0: we'll have to have you back on and talk about this because this fascinates me and I know a little bit, but not enough. Catherine, thank you so much for coming on. And guys, if you like what you hear, please share the podcast, rate and review, give it to your friends. The Love What You Do series I hope you're inspired by each and every one of these women that are on, that are sharing their stories, they're sharing their passion, and they're showing you what they can do. So thank you so much, Catherine.
1: Oh, thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. And I just want to send a little bit of love back to you as well, through your friend, Susie, um, or Suzanne. you. You know, I just wanted to do that as well, because it's a journey for all of us. But thank you. Thank you for having me.
0: It is. Thank you.
1: I hope you liked this
0: episode of Next Stop Crazy Town. If you liked what you heard, please subscribe to my channel, share with your friends, and join in every week. For more information, check out nextstopcrazytown.com.